ABC News. Joining us is the author of the turbulent world of Middle East soccer and east of the uh, and host of the podcast of the same name, Dr. James M. Dorsey. Uh, James, how powerful is Sheikh Salman? Sheikh Salman is powerful. Uh, he, however, is in the forthcoming election for the presidency of the Asian Football Confederation, uh, encountering uh, competition from the Saudis who had backed him in the past. Uh, and obviously also from the gunneries who are putting up a candidate. What I really think is the most important thing about the Al-Arabi case is not only his individual legal and human rights, but that you've had multiple issues in Thailand with um, uh, people from the Gulf particularly, whom the Gulf states have wanted returned, and the Thais seem to be intuitively inclined to do so. You have at the moment the case of a uh, Saudi woman who is fleeing her parents. And what that reflects is, uh, I think, a breakdown in the application of international rules and law. So, in other words, Al Arabi is a recognized um, refugee. He has been given asylum status. If I'm not incorrect, he's on the verge of uh, obtaining Australian citizenship. Yet, Thailand acted on an international arrest warrant through Interpol, which in a sense was an abuse of Interpol rules. And so this is the difficulty because we've got this overlapping of the, the geopolitics and, of course, we know the very heavy politics um, of sport. We also know that FIFA has called for the release of Hakim. Is FIFA likely to push the issue any further and do they have any say in what is going on in uh, the Thai negotiations at the moment? I think that FIFA on a number of issues, including the case of Al Arabi, is, uh, in, and particularly its president, Gianno Infantino, is between a rock and a hard place. So, with other words, Infantino has been cuddling up to the Saudis, the Bahrainis, the Emiratis, uh, on a number of issues, including uh, pushing the expansion of the number of competing teams in a World Club. Uh, to the Qatar World Cup in 2022 rather than as scheduled now for the 2026 World Cup. He has similarly been in favor of um, expanding the World Cup hosting in 2022 from Qatar to Qatar's detractors who have uh, now for the last 18 months economically and diplomatically boycotted the Gulf state. And he has for all practical matters, endorsed a $25 billion proposal by the Japanese uh, venture fund uh, Soft, uh, SoftBank, in which both Saudi Arabia and the UAE are major uh, uh, investors, to expand the number of competitions that FIFA hosts. And that, in turn, would uh, significantly enhance the influence of Saudi Arabia and the UAE in global soccer governance. So he's caught between a rock and a hard place, not only on the Al Arabi issue, but also on the issue of Saudi pirating, of um, the, the in, um, broadcasts of the Asian Cup that is going on now, 
and the Inn is the sports franchise of Al Jazeera, the Gunnery State-owned television network. And and as you mentioned, the the Asia Cup is taking place now um, in which Bahrain, Thailand and Australia are all competing. It's being hosted by the UAE and it was actually UAE troops that poured into Bahrain to help quell the uprising in 2011. So is it possible to find neutrality anywhere and have somebody who can help perhaps negotiate uh, what is going on, this, this impasse in Thailand at the moment? If I may, before directly answering the question, to be fair, uh, UAE troops were, uh, were accompanied by Saudi troops and the um, uh, intervention in Bahrain during the um, 2011 popular Arab revolt was supported by Qatar also. Now, having said that, I think the solution to, to this is twofold. One is you have international law and you have international practice. FIFA, the Asian Football Confederation, like other, all other international sports associations, are bound by that international law and should be seen to be implementing it. So far, they are not, really. The second issue goes to what I think is a much more fundamental issue in international sports governance, and that is the fiction that sports and politics are separate. To my mind, their CMEs twins uh, joined at the hip inextricably, and therefore you need to have a governance of that relationship. And as long as you deny that the relationship exists, you, in a sense, have free license to do what you want. James, good to talk to you. Thanks for making the time. It was my pleasure. That's Dr James M. Dorsey, author of The Turbulent World of Middle East Soccer, host of the podcast by the same name. He's a senior fellow at the Rajaratnam School of International Studies at Nanyang University in Singapore. ABC News.